0: the hard shoulder. On News Talk with Nissan. Let's go the distance by keeping our distance. Nissan. Innovation that excites.
1: All right, it's Wednesday, it's gone half five. It's a great pleasure to welcome back the two Johns, John Kelleher, producer and former director of film classification, and John Fardy, presenter of Screen Time here on News Talk to look at films and TV shows that might get you through the lockdown. Uh, we're going to... Uh, John, you, you've two terrestrial TV picks for us and a Netflix movie. Let's start with this. It's the first exchange between... Uh, King George, is it? Uh, The Sixth, played by uh, Colin Firth. He was prince at the time and his new speech therapist. Take a listen. I was told not to sit too close. Well, I believe when speaking with the prince, one waits for the prince to choose the topic. Mm. Waiting for me to... commence a conversation, one can... Wait rather a long wait. Oh. <laughs> the King's Speech will play out again on BBC One this Sunday night at 10.30pm and John is recommending it.
0: Oh, highly recommending it actually, Ivan. Yeah, go for it. Oh, well, it's, um, I, I, you haven't seen it, have you? It got 12 Oscar nominations. Oh, I have seen it's, it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's really, really good. You know, the story's very simple. It's based on... Reality: um, 1936 in the in the UK, major crisis and a scandal. Uh, Edward VIII, the king, abdicates in order to marry Mrs Simpson, and uh, he is succeeded by his brother Albert, known as Bertie, who became George the sixth, and he has a very debilitating speech impediment, a stammer. So um, his wife Elizabeth recruits this eccentric uh, Oz um, Australian speech therapist. To coach him and to help him to find his voice and the cast is terrific you know you had colin Firth there. jeffrey rush plays the speech therapist therapist uh, helena bonham carter is his wife um, guy pierce plays edward the eighth and it's a real star-studded kind of mix of english aristocracy meets a hundred percent hollywood
1: Oh, that's great. It's great. And Colin Firth is absolutely outstanding in it. He, and, you know, it, 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 it has a good, strong storyline. Is there any artistic license or is it all true?
0: I think it's pretty well true, actually. I don't know if they took much license. Um, it is like Colin Firth was extraordinary. He did deservedly got you know, the best actor. It also won the best picture uh, in 2011 and it won best director and it won best script. I mean, big, big awards. But it's hugely enjoyable. It's warm and it's funny and it's human, even though it is dealing with kind of something uh, uh, as remote, if you like, as the the aristocracy. It's still a very warm human story.
1: All right. And I I, I, I totally go with that. And if you haven't seen The King's Speech or if you've seen it uh, before, it's well worth a watch. I'm a little disappointed with your other TV pick. I mean, it is lowering the tone. You're going for the porn option.
0: I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. What, no, I see what you mean. Oh, yes. I wouldn't have, because I wouldn't have called it a porn option. Not well, we're talking all. about
1: the full Monty. uh yeah. BBC One, Friday, ten forty-five. John.
0: Okay. Well, that's. Um, uh, <laughs> it's getting well, your kiss off. I think you, you're probably getting the kiss off. Yeah, it's the British slang for the whole going the full. The whole way, the whole thing. Uh, it's interesting, by the way. It was called the Full Monty, but in America, some of the studio executives were very perplexed because um, they they didn't they couldn't see anybody find anybody in the movie called Monty, so uh, <laughs> that was a, a bit of a, a puzzle for them. But you know what the story is: unemployed steelworkers in Sheffield. Um, a couple of them, they see a poster for the Chippendales, and they see a way of maybe getting a few bob. So six of them um, decide to become strippers, but they can't dance and they're not pretty and they're, they're certainly not in good shape and they're certainly no Chippendales, but they pr- do promote their act, or the act that they're going to put on in front of a huge audience. Uh, for one night only, they'll do the full Monty. They'll go the full Monty.
1: And it, it's, it's kind of like iconic of sort of Thatcher's Britain and the downturn yeah. in um the north and, and so on, the 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 Sheffield coal mine steelworkers and coal miners and all of that. All right, that's on Friday yeah. night on BBC John Fardy, um
2: Yes, mixed hello. Re-
1: mixed report uh, for you this week. I watched 14, ep- 14 more episodes <laughs> of Game of Thrones, so I'm into season four. People are wondering, am I very grumpy today? I seem to be missing the horse of the football on the road. Well, that is true that I'm missing that, but I'm actually in great form today. I got a great night's sleep last night, which I haven't for recent nights because I've been watching all of season five of Peaky Blinders. And great. I, so you, I said, John, how many? Are, and you said there are eight. And then I, was, I got to episode six and I was really excited and that was the last episode. So anyway, I won't blame you for that. The <laughs> other thing, so that's your, your brick bat, but your credit is yeah. I watched all the episodes last night of The Nest. I missed oh, the first great. episode and I would recommend it. It's about surrogacy yeah. and it has a lovely twist at the end and yeah, I liked great. it a lot. So well yeah. done on that. What have you got for us this week? Your Netflix pick is Dangerous Lies.
2: Uh, no, so my that, Netflix, well, is Netflix is... Oh, it's The no, Last Dance. My son has been watching
1: dance. this. It's about Michael Jordan, the famous basketballer. So yes, t- talk to us about the Last Dance. Bills.
2: En route to that on last week, I have to tell you something really weird that happened. We were watching TV, me and my wife this week, and she actually said to me, Ivan would like this. You should talk to him about this. And I just thought, we're getting into dangerous territory where you're coming into the household. Now, you haven't made it upstairs yet, but I'm certainly <laughs> concerned. Now, The Last Dance is fantastic. It's a documentary about Michael Jordan from the Chicago Bulls, and it's about him and his rise in that team and also their rise. They had been no-hopers. Then he arrived, they put a lot of money into it, they got players around him, and they went interstellar. They won, well, I won't say how many to give to him anyway, but they won a lot. And as it happened in the 97-98 season, they were looking like changing things up, and they happened to have a film crew filming literally everything. And so this is a documentary about the Chicago Bulls about the way high-level American sport works it's peopled by some nefarious characters some strange like sports agents and managers they're doing a thing where two are released every Sunday night so it's a 10 episoder but there is only four and I can't wait till next Sunday night I like sport but I'm not a big basketball fan but this is hypnotic like great documentaries as I say are about People and this is just about sports people doing an incredible job. It's really, really watchable. I think you would enjoy it. Okay,
1: just what I'm not getting from you is what is the magnetism of it? Like chariots of fire, kind of personal endeavor. Is it that he came from a a, a rough background? What, What is it that really draws you into the character?
2: Well, I'll tell you, I only knew Michael Jordan as this supposedly great American basketball player and then he sold shoes, you know, because you, you could buy these runners that his image was on. But I didn't realise how, you know, he was the Messi or the Maradona of basketball. Some of the the footage of the actual basketball, and I'm not a basketball guy, is just incredible. It's, it's, it's mind-boggling. It's like Fred Astaire dancing. So his playing alone, his attitude to kind of the Chicago Bulls hierarchy and some of the players' attitude to it is hilarious because they can't hide their contempt. And what's also fascinating is what happens in their last season. And I don't want to give spoilers, but how that unfolds, so far only four episodes in, is hypnotic watching, it really is.
1: So, so, so you can only catch up with four, there's six to come, so we don't know the ending.
2: No, I mean, you can Google it, but don't, if okay. you know what I mean, because because why would you? I think you'd really like this. As you mentioned, you like sports, you know. And by the way, the full Monty, I could tell you it's it's symbolically all about men and erectile dysfunction and unemployment and all that. But when you called it porn, I figured I better not go there, you know.
1: I didn't catch. I've watched it two or three times. I never got the erectile dysfunction card it's, it's a
2: metaphor. It's a metaphor. Men losing their jobs, so what they can do is go on stage and show their manhood. So it's like steel and all that kind of stuff. You'll figure it out when we're
1: see okay. after that. Masters in philosophy, you take meanings out of things that just might not be there. To ordinary, people. I
2: see erectile dysfunction everywhere I look. <laughs> right. Yeah. Talk to me about
1: because a lot of people are talking about it. Uh, last uh, was it last night uh, on normal on, people? Yeah, normal people. They played. I think two. Episodes together back to back, did they?
2: Yeah. Uh, so, they
1: first of all, people are talking about this. For those who didn't see it, is it available on the player and what's it about?
2: Yeah, as far as I know, it's available on the player because they would put it up the next day. So it is based on a novel called uh, Normal People by Sally Rooney. Now, I haven't read it, but it was kind of a cult novel that did really well. And it's about two kids from different sides of the tracks in secondary school in Sligo, Connell and Mary Ann. And Connell is this smart, slightly shy almost sports jock but he's a sweet guy he's really good at GAA but he has a brain as well so he's not the typical jock and he falls for Mary Ann who's this quirky girl who isn't very popular at school but she's clearly very smart they both have very different home lives Mary Ann is clearly from a wealthy background but there's a lot of trouble at home uh, Connell is from it, it appears to be a one parent family but a very happy nurturing home and they begin this affair kind of in secret Secret, And I don't want to say too much more. I've seen three. The nice people at RT sent me a couple of screeners. But it really draws you in as this gorgeous tale of, I don't say star-crossed love, but a a, a possibly doomed love affair, you might even say. They're young people. It's very Irish, like it's very... Hold on. When I hear some of these
1: things you're saying, very Irish, is it racy enough for me? I mean, like, is it a bit tepid?
2: Oh, no, no, yes, it, it, it's racy. I, I I'd say. John did I hear might
0: have a, gr- it. a growl there from the the audience? <laughs> yeah, that was it. It's definitely racy for Ivan. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, you'll enjoy. It. I mean, it's, it's hardcore, laundry. is it? Yeah. You can leave your hat on, as the fella says. But it is. There's enough of that going on. But you see, and John will agree with this. It's directed by Lenny Abrahamson, the man who gave us Room, what Richard did. Uh, Garage. I just don't think you can go wrong in the hands of Lenny Abrahamson. He, he just makes things look far, and yeah. feel right. great. How many episodes are there going to be? There's going to be 12 uh, and they go off to college. We have to see all that. It's it's really watchable and I was online today checking out and people seem to agree. I just wanted to check, you know, yeah. when you and I bash each other, mm. just what other people think. good well, I haven't people, seen it. People have loved it. You should catch up on this. Now, All you right. might find it momentarily slow, but stick with it.
1: Right. OK. Uh, pedestrian, then. All right. Uh, John, John. Uh, Carly, you're giving that a thumbs up as you are Dangerous Lies from Netflix tomorrow you, a, night. Give,
0: yeah, I thought that you might like Dangerous Lies. I give normal people a total thumbs up, but Dangerous Lies looks interesting. I've only seen the the trailer. It does open tomorrow, uh, and it's on Netflix, and it's... um. On the basis of the thriller, it looks really interesting. This wealthy elderly man, Elliot Gould, dies unexpectedly leaving his entire estate to his caregiver, who's only been with him for four months. When she and her husband move into the house that they've inherited, um, they discover they stumble across this large trunk full of cash, loads and loads of cash. And that kickstarts a kind of spider's web of intrigue and secrets and deception and murder, and then just ratchets up the tension because it does look like a really good thriller. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it.
1: Is it a film, a movie, or a series? It's a movie,
0: yeah. It's a movie. Oh, no, on no I'll
1: definitely watch yeah. that. All right. Yeah. There you have it The King's Speech, The Full Monty, Dangerous Lies from uh, John Kay, and The Last Dance on Netflix and Normal People from John F. My thanks to Messrs. Farty and Keller. Sounds like a solicitor's firm to me. Thank you indeed <laughs> for the weekly diet of things to watch on the box. Up.
2: The Hard Shoulder on News Talk with Nissan.
0: Together, let's play our part by staying apart. Nissan, innovation that excites.